Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good morning. Wonderful intro music for folks who are new to the show or listening. You know, we thought it would be a nice change of pace to kind of put on some classical, hymnal, 18th, 19th century Christmas carol music. Dave, you know, there was a time back when this music was created, voices were soaring, um, a certain confidence, a certain belief, a certain love for um, our lives, for the economy, for things that were going on. Yeah, they had tough times, but you know, um, I don't know, something about that music to me, maybe for you too, tell me your thoughts. It just kind of touches me. I think it it just kind of brings us back to uh, the right place. I love it. I love tradition and connectivity. And even though I've always grown up in, in big cities, it gives you kind of a small town type feel where we all, hey, we got through the depression together, World War Two and one and, and so on and so on. Yeah. And despite all the ups and downs we've had, we've always been able to stick together. And that, unfortunately, the fabric of that yeah. has really deteriorated the last 10. It's not recent, you know, 10, 10, 20, 30 years, right? And we'll kind of get to absolutely. We'll kind of get into it today so for folks who are listening for the first time or who are new to the show. Welcome to the program. This is our 2023 year in review on the Rant and Rave show. We're going to kind of touch on. Um, we think the major topics that have kind of shaped our world over the last, uh, you know, year. And the other reason I wanted to play that music, Dave, in the intro part was, you know, I think if you just sort of juxtapose that in your minds against what kids are listening to today on TikTok and mm. Twitter and the 15-second cesspool sound bites from the secular atheists that are out there, there couldn't be any more of a juxtaposition don't you agree i mean there could not there could not <laughs> yeah, be <laughs> any more black and white example when you compare of, that to the drag queen story hour at right, the libraries going right. on i mean what a kind well, you right people ask people yeah. ask me all the time what do you stand for why are you this why are you that and i'm like okay what we just played that's what i stand for that's the essence of what of, of what i believe in and yeah. the stuff that i just described the the twerking and the tiktok and the 15 oh. seconds and the Chinese Communist Party stuff and so forth. That's what I don't stand for. It's funny. I've been watching a lot of fantastic, you know, the old videos of kids in the 70s, which is basically where I grew up as a, as a teenager. Yeah, sure. And it isn't it amazing the freedom we had as kids in the 70s and how everybody was pretty much thin and in shape and having fun with all this billions of dollars of garbage that they've thrown us the last few decades yeah. with the organic this and and we have more people out of shape than ever before but i i you know i love the 70s i always will it was my it was my decade so yeah now i know you want to lead us off dave yeah, on let's one of your on. favorite topics i do want to give a quick punch list not to keep everybody waiting through the whole show for the for the list but we're going to talk about the southern border illegal immigration the media the israeli war the maui fire Everything Trump, the Ukraine slush fund, and the movement to the right around the world. So we got a lot to cover, a lot of wood to chop, Dave. I know you are our local media expert, so take it away on yeah. the media enablers. Let's uh, let's dive into it. So, um, yeah, this is our year-end wrap-up show. 
Um, and it was, you know, hey, 2023 was a barn burner. And guess what? Next year is going to be going to yeah. be the same. So, 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 yeah. Spoiler uh, alert. We might go a little long today. For those who love the 20 yeah. minute podcast, <laughs> it's hard to we, wrap this we up. Might, I know Chris, one of our bros listening. He's like, and also, <laughs> also Jeff out there and many other patriots we love. But they some, it's, it might go a little bit longer than 20 Let's minutes. Just, just saying. Just saying. Let's find out. Hey, the media transformation is happening at rapid speed. It's it's. I can imagine. I mean, it's tough for us to keep up with, let alone our seniors, right? Mm. Um, and it's it's lightning speed. And I think for decades we were kind of in this kind of slog, and now just in the last five years it's exploded. And mostly for the upside for us, um, the stranglehold the media has had on us, uh, the 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 long time mainstream media has really has deteriorated. They're done. Right. CNN is cratering in the ratings. Um, unfortunately, MSNBC, they still pull a strong left-wing uh, audience, and we're not going to get around that. And we don't have to go through the whole list of all the, the miscues of the left and the false narratives. But just I'm going to give just one example is the continued attack on Justice Thomas throughout his right. entire career, beginning with the Anita, right. Anita Hill garbage and the, the horrendous racist magazine covers of Thomas shining the shoes of Justice Scalia, if you can believe it. Um, I mean, that's just one tiny little example. So... We love the War Room, Breitbart, fantastic yeah. site, Town yeah. Hall, Conservative Brief, um, the rise of Getter, uh, and now that Elon Musk has he bought it end of twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. But now uh, twenty three was the first year that he fully yeah. was able to kind of. Yeah. I, I love how he got rid of like eighty percent of the staff, and yeah. he still runs fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And he brought back Alex Jones just Alex last Jones. month. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. The great observations on that front. But I mean, walking into Twitter headquarters the day after he bought it with the kitchen sink, I love that. So yeah. metaphorical. Everything's going, but the kitchen sink. He was right. He cut eighty percent of the staff. It's just the same thing that we're going to do with the government when we get in with Trump. Eighty uh, percent of the guests gone. All these departments, all that we don't need education, energy. We don't need them. They're gone. So fantastic examples, Dave, of of, of the media stuff. Anything additional you wanted to cover on, on that front? No, I just I just think it's I, I you know I wake up and I, I realize we're behind the eight ball, but just realizing we have an outlet now, and it doesn't take yeah. too much effort. And and hopefully, if you listen to our our show, we can be a conduit. Yes. To other outlets that also give you, oh, that's interesting. I didn't hear it from that angle. Exactly. Because as you were to tell everyone, uh, when you were viewing the top 10 oh, yeah. uh, events of 2023, <laughs> yeah. and it's just garbage out there, right? Yeah, I know. I literally, in preparing for the show, I thought I'd do a little bit of plagiarism. I was just sort of like Googling around looking for year in review 23 type stuff. Dave, I could not find, I literally, I had to go through like 10 pages on Google to find anything remotely close to just the actual events. And it really goes to show you the pathetic, secular, left-wing, uh, big-tech filters that they put on these things. Every time I tried to look at something, whether it was APs or Reuters or the Washington Post or the New York Times, it's like, you know, oh, the the, the year in review through the eye of climate change or, you know, through, you know, <laughs> right. oh, solar and wind made a great deal of progress this year. I don't give a shit. Like, this, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, all I want is a list of events. And that was really, to me, a wake-up call. It's like a metaphor. And that's why we do the show. All we want, we'll, 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 we'll provide you information. We'll provide you data points. Do your own research. Um, you know, find out more. But... 
dude, that was like a serious Ooh. wake up call for me when Brutal. I was doing that this morning. It was just unbelievable. Um, my single biggest story of the year, without a doubt, Dave, is the crisis at the southern border, the illegal immigration and the replacement theory, which is not a theory um, that the far left and the Biden acolytes and the globalists and Soros, etc., are doing to basically replace the 40 percent of Americans that they can't control the Judeo Christian West predominantly Caucasian, but also other uh, minorities um, who believe in God, our Father, Christ, uh, who believe in our country, who believe in our flag, who believe in the people that fought for our country, uh, and always will until the day they die and their last dying breath, and that includes me and you. And so this illegal, planned, premeditated invasion on our southern border, there's now 5 million people have come in. There's going to be 5 million more before uh, Biden is tossed out. That's going to be at least 10 million new illegals. They're going to be sucking on the resources of this country, infrastructure, education, schools, everything. It's from the day they get in, they, they get in, they get a $5,000 check every month. They get a free phone. These folks are predominantly from African countries, Middle East, Asian countries like Guinea and countries you can't even pronounce. They're unskilled. They don't know what they're doing. They're being dropped off. They have pieces of paper being directed them to like community centers in Philadelphia. They have no idea where they're going. And we are importing millions of them, uh, roughly 30,000 a day. And that's just the known ones. That's the, that's the known one. So 30,000 is the Border Patrol number. That's between San Diego and Rio Grande Valley. Double that for the Godaways. So we're talking about sixty thousand a day, roughly. Um, it's going to it's going to destroy our country unless we do two things. Um, we have to seal the border and we have to deport all ten million. And we now have everybody on our side of the football talking about that. So as soon as Trump gets back into power, there are Tom Homan, the guy who used to run CBP, is going to run it again. There's going to be the largest mass deportation order in United States history. They do. And I'll just remind folks, this is not being mean. These folks have no legal right to be here. Economic asylum is not legitimate legal political asylum. They have no legal right to be here. And every single last one of them will be found and will be deported. Mark my words, every single one. It's going to be painful. It's not going to be pretty, but they have to go. Full stop. Um, what was also uh, interesting about 2023, this is the first year that these northern left-wing bastions, New York City, Chicago primarily, caught wind of this because they've been kind of shielded from it. Right. Like, hey, we're sanctuary cities, but uh, hey, that's uh, that's for Texas and Arizona to deal with. But with all the the plane ride. And all the the railroad tracks and the trucks, everyone. It's like a, it's a caravan, yep. which I love uh, in a way, yep. even though it's it's painful for everybody, obviously. But now the the locals in those two, and you can see a lot of black people, especially in Chicago. They've been having enormous rallies, saying, yeah. "Hey, Trump, help us out here," because our idiot mayor is not helping at all. So finally, maybe somebody's catching a clue that this is not a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think it's uh, I think it, people are catching on and, uh, you know, moving these folks around. Now you got Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, who's like, I'll give any of these people free one way plane tickets out of here. They just got bussed there for free uh, by Adam or sorry, by Governor Abbott of Texas. At least that's about five percent of the number. Now Adams is saying, I'll fly you out of here for free. So now they're basically these, be flo being flown around the country for free because nobody yeah. wants them. How about yeah. th how about this? How about flying them back to Papua New Guinea, where they where they there came from? Exactly. And they can grow their beards back again. 
Um, yeah, that's definitely number one story of the year. Hey, how about uh, the Hawaii fire in Maui that Big no story. one talks about anymore? Big story. Died, uh, came up very quickly and died very quickly. Uh, there's a lot to be uncovered still about the Maui fire cover-up. Dave, I've actually been watching on YouTube recently, number last mm-hmm. few nights, uh, kind of drone flyovers of the of the uh, of the scorched area. A lot of very mysterious things. I'm not saying there's there's no conspiracies here on the Rant and Rave show, but there are no coincidences. I borrow that from Steve Bannon's War Room. But, you know, that there's something more than what's going on there. Okay, that was not just a dust. That wasn't just a crop fire. That wasn't just, I mean, that entire town, and it was very enclosed, right, was just absolutely scorched. Something else is going on there. I don't know what it is, um, but that was the biggest story for about a week, and then it's you don't even, you, zero. You hear absolutely nothing about the the bill you know what, it, what they want to send 60 billion more to the ukraine how about how about 10% of that to the maui fire victims how about just 6 billion how about just how about just a couple of bucks to american citizens who entire us town that was obliterated no we have to send that money to pedophiles and porn brokers over in the ukraine rather than sending it to us citizens in maui I just think it was real creepy, you know. Obviously, that that uh, Maui and the entire uh, you know state over there is run by leftists. That within day hours of the fire, you're you're cordoned up, media media blackout, uh, no drones going overhead. They right. actually put up boards so that yep. you could not look inside, yep. and the disinformation began immediately. Correct. Uh, so not only bad policy, regardless of how this started, but just right. the cover up immediately, and now. You don't hear Dime One on it. I mean, right. this was uh, about the most horrific fire in one of the worst in our in our nation's history, I, yeah. I guess. And, and just the way it unraveled and how the, all the wealthy uh, areas were fine, but only you know the, the homes that were on the lower level, the ones that got torched. Yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. about that it was was a, was a, was a mess up. Totally. Um, another one of my huge stories of the year obviously happened in the last uh, just in the last couple of months, and that's the Israeli war. Uh, against the Hamas terrorists, and that only started because Hamas uh, killed uh, 1,300 Israelis, uh, obliterated them, uh, flew in on paragliders, automatic weapons, uh, drone attacks, uh, all kind of very highly organized, well-planned, well-orchestrated, well-funded and financed by the Iranian uh, Hezbollah, Hezbollah group, obviously, who's also funded by the Iranian mullahs, and the terrorist money from Qatar. These people are all in alliance together. Qatar is one of the biggest funders of terrorism in the world. Also one of the biggest funders, Dave, of academic elite universities in the United States, by the way. And so that's why the Palestinians are allowed to. And so this obviously gets into everything, the whole anti-Semitic discussion, why you know Jews are hated? You got to why are Jews hated so much more now than even before? And the reason is because they're using terrorist money to prop up the the, the psyops and prop up the ment- the mentality and the mainstream media and the thinking. So you can have a president gay of Harvard walking around who basically says, "Well, it does it depends what the context is? I can't tell you if genocide against Jews is bad or or, or good. Uh, I, it depends on the context." And you have the same thing from the Penn lady and the Harvard lady. So. Um, so this whole thing has led to a ton, I would say, of awakening, of exposure. It's really lifted the veil off of the brutal and gross and broad anti-Semitic uh, activity in the United States. And it runs broad and it runs deep. And we've now seen that after this yeah. war. 
I think if nothing else, uh, the light has been shined very brightly that the anti-Semitism that exists both here and in Europe uh, is 99.9% on the left. I know this is it, 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 total contrary to the, to, to the nonsense that the uh, media wants to portray, right? right? And this goes back 100 years, right. uh, that it's, it's the left wing and uh, these out of control, both the squad and their little uh, you know, followers that get yep. up there. And almost every day now, the, the, the Capitol is being stormed by these idiots holding yep. up signs. And these are, these are pro-Hamas uh, lovers out there who have clueless to how yeah. barbaric these people are. Yeah. And it also, uh, the, the other layer that's come out is how we all know that the Democrats are playing both sides of the fence on this of one. Course, They've of been course. funding the Palestinians for years. Trump stopped that, by the way. It immediately yeah. came back. So yeah. they're funding both sides of that conflict. And, uh, oh, yeah, we want you to defend yourself, Israel, but not too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, and what you just said, Dave, makes me kind of think about a piece I saw on CNN recently where they said, well, you can love your, like this is referring to the United States and the rise of Christian nationalism and white conservatives and so forth. And they're like, well, you can love your country, but there's such a thing as loving it too much. And there's such a <laughs> thing as much. loving yeah. your flag too, too much. much. Yeah. Really? Just be really, a little patriotic. Really? really thank you, Mr. Radical Left Marxist, uh, for that right. little piece of tidbit advice. Oh, so I, I, can only, I, I can only love my country so much. I can only love my flag so much. I can only support my military so much. And then what? Then it sort of encroaches on your Marxist radical agenda. No fucking thanks. I, forget it. Like, I'm done yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, so I guess the next topic, Dave, for me, and we can kind of dive into, is everything Trump, right? I mean, guys, sure. we, there's so many different directions here, but everything Trump from the massive lawfare that's been unleashed by Mark Elias and the radical left at every level, federal with just special counsel uh, Jack Smith, at the state level with these radical judges in Colorado, the lawfare to get him off the ballot, the insurrectionist stuff, the J6 stuff, the setup, Oof. Pelosi, the HBO stuff, the filming, Trump derangement syndrome, the raid at Mar-a-Lago, the phony indictments. I mean, Dave, the guy's 77 years old. He ran for president once. He hadn't had as, so much as a parking ticket uh, conviction before any of this, and now he's been, uh, in, you know, uh, impeached twice, indicted four times. He's facing seven hundred years in prison. His home is raided illegally. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And people sometimes ask me, "Why do you support him?" And I'm like, "Because he's the only thing between me and the radical left and the radical Marxists, and that is the reason I support him. Because yeah, he, they're coming. They're not coming for Trump. They're coming for us, and that's what folks need to understand." Yeah, they, and that's what they they don't get. They they think it's all. They think he's just this. Uh, well, if, if it's him, he, no, he's just yeah. a representative figure. That's right, um, an imperfect one, f for sure. And it's really just funny, just you know, all the nonsense he has to put up with. But if you look at like clips from even not too long ago, 2013, 2010, not too long ago, Oprah Winfrey loved Donald Trump. Sure. Even Hillary said, "Oh, we should have somebody like uh, an honest man like Donald Trump in the White House." You know, and it goes on and on and on. But now, of course, he's the representative of yeah. what this country could and should be. So um, we're going to have his back all through 24. And I encourage everyone to watch any of his rallies. I mean, they've been really so on point lately. Yeah. Um, he's been in Iowa a lot lately, New Hampshire. He's funny. Yeah. He's engaging. He's relaxed. Great energy. He's thinned yeah. up a little bit. I think he's lost a few, has, not too many he's Big Macs. He's, pounds. he's working out. No, absolutely. And I think what folks just on the last piece on that topic need to understand, the Republican establishment, the rhinos, the GOP, oh, yeah. Ronna Romney McDaniel, Speaker Mitch McConnell in the Senate, what folks need to understand is these people are our enemies. 
These people are not on our side of the football. And folks need to understand that. Don't go down ballot and vote just ours in the upcoming elections. You have to think through who are America first candidates. And if they're not America first, if they're not checkboxed by Trump, you cannot be voting for them because these people are more destructive and more evil. These are the ones who've brought you the continuous wars that we don't need. That's my next topic uh, is the Ukraine slush fund and the war and the globalists. The Ukraine slush fund has killed 750,000 Ukrainians alone. Forget about the Russian deaths, just Ukrainian citizens. They've now increased the recruitment age to fight in the war over there to 45. Dave, there's so few people left. They have to increase the age for people to fight at 45. We've sent them about $120 billion. They want $60 billion more. They're trying to hold up the security at the southern border until they get $60 billion more. Uh, Here's the answer, uh, Speaker Johnson. Go F yourself because that's not going to happen. We're going to seal the border. You're not getting another dime for Ukraine. Zelensky, you can go back on YouTube and try to generate some clicks to raise money for your pedo slush fund in the Ukraine because that's all you're going to get. I've said from day one this this uh, the how pointless this war is going to be, and it's the Democrats and the world uh, you know the WEFs of the world that have been pushing this um, for various reasons. Um, and it's funny how they uh, another narrative that blew up in the last year was how oh it's Republicans that are always pro war, and this has been it's come nonsense. I I love going back just to the Vietnam War. Oh, that was Nixon's war. No, that was the Democrats. That was yeah. Johnson and Kennedy. Please exactly. get your facts straight. Totally. Um, and you know, we are holding strong on this. Not another penny. Right. And I still, I think if Donald Trump was, you know, even one of our listeners asked, hey, well, if, how do we know if Trump was in office, he would have prevented this war? Hey, just look what, just look at his, in four years, nothing, no conflict. Yeah. Peace and prosperity, four years. We had a great economy, no new wars. He ended one. Uh, he made, made peace with North Korea for the most part. I mean, um, yeah, but they, the facts are a very inconvenient truth for Democrats. <laughs> I love that. I love that phrase. Uh, very inconvenient truth. Well, we'll, they, see, we'll see how that. Now, give me, give, we yeah. talked about it before. Give me your prediction. So basically what we're thinking now is this, this, this uh, one way or the other, the Ukrainian conflict will continue until the Democrats decide they want to take a victory lap on this, which should happen about two months before the next election, right? That is my prediction. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think these are huge predictions for the year, but we'll make a couple of predictions. And I do have one last topic to come back on to close us out. But um, but yeah, so Trump will obviously be the candidate. He for the for the conservative movement, he will win the election. Uh, It'll be a Reagan like sweep from an electoral college perspective, well north of 300 electoral uh, ballots. And I I will make that prediction today, sure, as I'm sitting here today, as my mom used to say, Um, absolutely going to absolutely going to happen. The Ukraine war will come to an end. Biden will try to claim uh, credit for it. They're doing all kinds of gimmicks with the economy right now, too. They want it. So first of all, Ukraine, two months to the, the before the election, they'll sign a treaty. Biden will take a victory lap for it. That's going to happen. There's pockets of the U.S. Treasury under sleepy Aunt Betty, otherwise known as Janet Yellen, who runs the Treasury. Uh, what, a, what a complete nincompoop, by the way, she is. She is. This doesn't know no. jack nothing about the mm. economy. I mean, her and Powell, they're all idiots. Oh, inflation's tra- going to be transitory. Don't worry. It's going to be transitory. Well, the only problem is that de- their definition of transitory is like three years. 
So, uh, yeah, so what they're doing right now is they're injecting pockets of capital, liquidity, this stuff called reverse repo, anyway, into the system, trying to get inflation numbers down, trying to get the numbers better leading up to the election. It's all part of the activity to make sure that Biden can run a victory lap. I shouldn't say run, maybe hobble, maybe Mm. shuffle. Shuffle Shuffle. a victory lap is probably a, a better way to say it so those are those are a few of my big predictions for up to upcoming but, year yeah, but basically before before november of next year they want to have the ukrainian thing wrapped up it will be they want up. they want to be able to put that in their side yeah. pocket and say hey we we, we, we clean that thing up we're yeah. done we, we we've got yeah. the win on that which is nonsense yeah. of course yeah um no great summation dude uh, i do want to give a couple of raves i want to end the show with a po- sure. some positive positivity yeah, me can too. we do that yeah. is there a way i got, I got a couple too yeah <laughs> okay i want to actually give um some props to a couple of politicians okay so i know that we all live in a very shallow society and i hate to say it it's true instead of the crusty old white guy the uh, the one good thing that's been happening on the republican side we've been, you know i talk about replacement theory <laughs> with younger females especially Right. That have come in and they've been super strong. And so I'm going to give two of them a, a little praise here. So first down in Alabama, U.S. Senator Katie Britt. Sorry, I know when you have a, when you have this southern accent of an 80 year old white dude, even though they're saying the same thing as a young yeah. female, Katie Britt, who's very attractive, good family person. It makes a difference. I, I know it sounds terrible, but guess what? That's the reality of it all. So she's doing a great job. Very, very good on the border talking about the Eagle Pass and the, the railway crossing, crossings and so on to stop the, the migration. And then let's also give some praise to Elise Stefanik. Okay. House sure. GOP conference chairwoman yeah. from New York. She's been there for the 21st district. Uh, she's been there for six years now. Okay. And just super strong. She's the one that nailed all those uh, those uh, uh, Harvard Ivy League oh, yeah, types up on yeah. yeah, so she nailed the MIT person. So she, she nailed them all to the to the. She grilled them all. She's uh, consistent. She's MAGA. Yeah. Um, I like her potential in the in the in the future. And, and New York's got to be a tough place for her to you know do her business. So um, great to see both of them doing a great job. And lastly, come on, John Fetterman, come on, uh-huh. yeah. So US Uncle Fe- yeah, Uncle Fester up, yeah. out of nowhere. Steel and yeah. Old he's school Kennedy gr- Democrat, maybe. Who knows? I that? tell you, this guy not only has been – he's actually called for a balance on, on immigration. He wants to avoid the sale of U.S. steel to Japan, which I'm totally – agree with him on that one. Yeah. I got to tell you. Um, and yeah. he's actually getting some pushback on the left. I know. So uh, good yeah. for you, John Fetterman. And actually, he's wearing a suit these days. He put yeah. away the little hoodie. <laughs> well, because they kind of forced him. They changed the yeah, rules for the Senate him. to do that. But, but anyways, yeah, I know we got to take the wins where we can get them. Dave, I think that's a great list. Thank you for that. I have – Two broad shout outs uh, on the ra- on the rants or sorry, on the raves side. Uh, one is really a shout out to the and a thanks to the movement to the right around the world. We from the beginning of this show, David, you've often said this is the great pushback. Our show represents the great pushback. You all are dot connectors out there. You're all force multipliers. You have to take this show, push it out on social media, push it out to your right-minded friends, share it with as many people as you can. Not so that our numbers go up. I don't. We don't. None of us care about that. We don't care about that. Even if we ever did which we don't make any money off this show we would donate it to you know veterans causes or children's sort of funds or whatever the point is is we've got to inform people we have to educate people and this movement to the right around the world whether it's Obrador in Hungary whether it's the, the new leader in Argentina whether it's Italy the new leader in Holland there is a global push 
to the right, and it's happening around the world. People are saying, no mas, enough. We are sick and tired. We're sick of the illegal invasion. We are sick of the illegal border crossers. We are sick of people taking our benefits from us. We are sick of people draining our resources and our uh, energy and our, 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 our dollars from our hospitals and our schools and taking things away from us. Yes, we are sick of it. We're done. And you have to push back. Metaphorically speaking, constructively, of course, but sometimes, you know, sometimes there are times you just have to just sort of say, hey, enough is enough. Um, great summation, dude. Um, I love that. I love that Western Europe has now taken the lead where we, the United States used to be the leader about this, about freedom and opportunity for your citizens. But yeah, it's great. The national populist movement, Italy has Maloney, Geert up there in uh, the Netherlands. And how about Spain? Out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. They're having these incredible marches. They just uh, got a center-right uh, uh, president in there. And even in Germany, we're seeing some, not, you know, yeah. not all the way, but they're, the, the farmers are getting together and having these incredible rallies. Yeah. Don't mess with our food production. Yeah. So um, I love that trend. I love what happened in Argentina. Uh, let's just, uh, and you should be, you should be patriot. We hope that all these people are patriot. If you're from Italy, yeah. you should be patriotic about Italy and want what's best for your country. Here's It'll the, make the world a better place. Here's the phrase, Dave, push back patriotically, push back patriotically. Mm, okay. But don't tolerate stuff you shouldn't be tolerating. Okay. There's the, the time for that is done. Final shout out, shout out, Dave, on our, our last show, let me on our last show, but our 2023 special show before we close out is a thanks to our listeners. We wouldn't be here unless if it wasn't for you. Uh, we've got a lot of great listeners out there, literally hundreds of thousands from more than 13 countries around the world. It all started uh, about three years ago this month with our first show, show number one, our first listener, my mom, who dialed in. She was the first listener <laughs> of the show. So a big shout out to mom. Of course, all of our patriotic friends and Chris and Jeff and Trent and gosh, so many friends of mine and other people who've been great fans of the show and listeners and just thank you guys for your support. Um, it's been a fun journey. Uh, who knows what the next year holds, but it's been, it's been fantastic so far. Dave. Nicely said. Uh, thank you yeah. all for uh, checking out the show. We love it. We love being here with you and sharing all of our uh, ideas and information. And um, here's to uh, a happy new year. And here's to an interesting, captivating 2024. Absolutely. Folks, we'll see all of you down the road on the right side. <laughs>